Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Welcome Craig and Jeff. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week seven, waiver wire for fantasy football. And I, I wish I could come here and tell you guys that it's going to be an awesome fan, uh, waiver wire week and there's all kinds of options, but... It looks like back-to-back weeks. That's just not the case. Um, it, it, you know, it's just not. There's not a, not a lot of big-time options. Uh, there, there's, um, yeah, it's just not. It's ugly. It's ugly. I don't even know what to say. I wish there was. I wish there was. A, I wish I had better news for you guys who are sitting there and are struggling and just don't have anybody to go to because this is. Um, probably not going to be the week for you. So I'm going to throw out some names, I guess. Um, <laughs> one of them that could be interesting is going to be, um, well, it depends on this thing is too. We usually like to talk about our players being owned in 50 or 40% of leagues or under. So some, we might have to talk about a got few guys above that this week, just because, but this one, um, first one I'm going to start off with is not, and this is just going to depend on injury and uh, it's going to be Boston Scott. So I'm just going to put Boston Scott's name out there, just not knowing the the Miles Sanders injury yet and exactly how it is. He had a he had a, a knee injury. I'm not really sure as of our recording of this, we're not sure what what the status is going to be. You know, and even if it's he's out, Boston Scott had this opportunity once before and he didn't really perform in it. But still, based on who's out there, Boston Scott, if you get a starting running back, you got to pick him up. But don't go crazy with it, even if you know Sanders was going to be out because it's a one-week thing probably unless injury is more serious. But So Boston Scott would be an injury pickup. Another like injury pickup I'll throw out real quick is going to be Gus Edwards possibly, depending on what the ankle injury is for Ingram. So Gus Edwards led the backfield there without um, Ingram. But you got to think Dobbins is going to get a lot of work, right? I wouldn't feel comfortable with Gus Edwards. I don't know about you, Jeff. I just – I wouldn't like – Love it. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't really get behind that one. I mean, he has been getting carries, but hey, I mean, none of the, you know, if you're a running back on Baltimore at the moment, it's hard to really trust you in general, let alone if I think you're the third most talented back there. I mean, nothing against him. They have Ingram, they have Dobbins, but none of them have shown me anything to really, uh, I mean, if I'm having a hard time playing Ingram, I, I really doubt that I, I want Gus Edwards in my, my lineup. Yep. So that, that, that's in that. Those are the big pickups for this week, I guess, for injuries. They're not really. I mean, it's just not a lot there if you need running backs. There's a lot of um other people I see is um again another possible injury type thing was uh, Gio Bernard because Mixon was out for a little bit with an injury. He did come back to the game, so I guess that all depends on if it's you've seen it before where players get hurt. They come back and then it actually that you're not able to play the next week. I guess Geo would be an option as well, but I, I think Mixon's probably going to be fine for that. And running back wise, another running back I guess should be on people's radar at this point just because of the opportunity he's getting is going to be JD McKissick for uh, Washington. It hasn't been, I mean, like great work here, but he had eight for 41 and six catches for 43 yards. So he had. The last two weeks, he before the six for this week, he had six catches and he had seven catches. And this week, he still got another six, but he turned it into with eight carries as well. So, if you're desperate and you need a pickup, JD McKissick honestly is a player who could, you know, give you a couple of points. And what they're going against, um, they're going against Dallas in week seven. Dallas's defense has been terrible. 
So JD McKissick, I mean, I don't, I think if you just need a player to plug into your lineup, you probably could do a lot worse than that. I don't think it's a, a terrible option. Again, I hate, I hate recommending players from that team because they're just not good, but McKissick is going to get you. He's probably not even going to get 10 carries, but he's going to get you some catches. So McKissick there. I mean, I, I go with him. I know none of these are exciting you, Jeff. You haven't even, you, you just don't care. Do you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, they don't. I know this is what this is a point, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to put them on my team. I might have to, depending on what it is. But I mean, Jeff, you might have to. Like, I might, li- I might literally have to. You know, uh, I, w- I think you should start McKissick over like Frank Gore. Who? <laughs> I mean, I honestly probably should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's how sad it's getting. But right. yeah, I, uh, running back is a rough one. <laughs> so, um, wide receiver wise, I'll go throw out Tim Patrick's name again because Tim Patrick had another solid game. He's had two of his last two games have been pretty decent. So Tim Patrick is last three really. Yeah, he's, I mean he's, he's been in yeah, double right. digits and standard and yeah, he's he's been solid. So I mean, again, nothing spectacular, but you know, even in a day where I think uh, I believe uh, Drew Locke only completed ten passes and. Patrick was still able to turn it into over hundred yards. I like that for him. That's a solid play there. I, I honestly, I don't really want to mention Keelan Cole, but I just, I'll say his name <laughs> just to say Keelan Cole. If you're really, really desperate, um, I don't believe in it. So, but I'll throw the name out there. So I'm going to go above the line of 40% and go to like the 40 to 50%. Because if you go there, you still got Travis Fulgham for, you know, for the Eagles. And I think Fulgham would probably be, I mean, I think he'd still be the best pickup out of this group, wouldn't he? Out of what we've said so far, based on how he's played oh, for two weeks. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I I do like I really do like the I won't even say the talent. I just like where he's at. They desperately need pass catchers. They've thrown to him a lot the last couple of weeks. He's turned that into decent outings. I would I would actually put him in my lineup. I would have no problem with that. Yeah, I think that's a I, I think that's a good one. Um yeah, because the rest are they're kind yeah. of weak and here. I mean, if we're gonna talk about Fulgham, and I don't, I don't know who doesn't actually like what well, leagues don't own these guys already, but uh, there's a couple there like 45, 45, 43, yeah. and Higgins. right in a row, yeah, exactly. T. Higgins, uh, Laviska Chenault, and then even McCole Hardman. Well, I mean, and, and I'll even say Mike Williams because he's for the, that great game he had is forgotten because of the bye week. So very, yeah, actually, very good point. So I think in that 40 to 50 range, there's still some good receivers. Yeah. Higgins needs to be owned. Higgins should be there's how is Higgins still only 43%. I don't know. I really don't. He has shown a lot and um, even going more, more. So if you're, if you're looking just to stock up on, on potential talent, I think because this waiver, you know, week is very, very low. Um, yeah. I'm still, I'm still interested because of how well Tannehill is doing. Corey Davis is, mm-hmm. he was hurt. He was having an, he was having a decent year. He was, he was kind of putting something together without AJ Brown. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I mean, Let's if see, Tannehill continues to throw four, three, four yeah. touchdowns, I think there's a lot of upside for Corey Davis. He should be returning shortly. Because he had then, a, what, he's out with COVID, I think, right? Is that what it was? Is that what it was? Okay, I, think, yeah, I think it was, yeah. They had their bye week and everything, so yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah. Um, and then the other ones, and these ones are much more of a stretch, but because, you know, I, I can throw it out there because we're throwing everyone, everything in the kitchen gotta sink throw, out gotta, We got to throw some names out here. <laughs> yeah. um, the ones that I am, these are completely off the wall. I'm just going to, if I have a spot, I'm going to find out whether or not these guys can play, right? And uh, the one is 
uh, Denzel Mims should be coming off of IR shortly at some point for the Jets. He is a very talented rookie wide receiver. Do I know if anything is going to come of it? No. But if you can get him before, you know, if he is really that good, if you get him before they try to force him in the ball 10 times, that would be something interesting. Once again, completely off the wall. And then I feel like I have to mention it now. No one knows what is going to happen with this, but Antonio Brown, I mean, we're, you know, six weeks in, he does have to, you know, he's, he's out for eight, right? He's out for two more weeks. Um, but if you're in a place where you just desperately need players and there's no way to fill that void because there's not a lot on the waivers, um, I don't know if he's going to get signed. We don't know if the NFL will extend that. But we do know that last year, even when he was being at his worst, his craziest, as soon as he got to play with a team, he was great. And so if, you know, Seattle, I mean, you hear like people like talking like Seattle loves him with the way they've been playing or whoever puts him on his team, it's going to be like a winning team because no, no bad team is going to reach out and get him. Um, Is it a little early? Yes. But I just want to throw that out there. And every week that we get a little closer, I'll be saying throw him on your team before any news comes out. So I'll, I'll say that right now, if you have a very deep bench, maybe you have a lot more spots because of COVID this year, he might just be that Hail Mary play. And uh, that's all I'll say about that. Um, another 40 to 50 percenter at running back. I'm, I'm still uh, I'd still put in um, Damian Harris. Didn't have a great week, but the Patriots didn't have a good week at all. So Damian Harris, I think, still should be added. And then um, tight end wise. So there, I think there is a couple of tight ends. I guess we could talk about Trey Burton was pretty solid, you know, for the Colts. He's one to look at. And then also this is going to depend on Jonu Smith's injury, but uh, Ferkser, what's his name? I don't even know the same. Ferkser, <laughs> Anthony. Yeah, um, he, he was really good um, filling in there for Jonu. So he'd be a pickup, I think, for sure. So I think that one. And then I was looking, I was just looking at some guys higher above, but like A.J. Green's owned in 60% of leagues. So if people dropped him in near leagues, which was happening, maybe just go throw him out. Let's see, you know, see if that's his last game is still something that um, – he can, you know, the targets, the targets are there. So I think he's, people gave up on him, which I get why you gave up on him, but you know, he's worth an ad if he was one of, he was dropped in one of your leagues. So how about, I think that's about it. Like I don't have any wider other players. I'm going to go to streamers unless you got somebody else here. No, I don't. (laughs) It's just not, not a great week, not a big week to spend your money here. I brought up Antonio Brown. Do you think I have a lot of things hidden in the back here? No, (laughs) no, you don't. I guess not. So, all right. Um, Some streaming options. I guess you could go with, uh, so Justin Herbert is still not owned in enough leagues. Justin Herbert is owned in 45.6% of leagues. I, I don't really understand that with how he's playing. And he gets to go against Jacksonville this week. Or, you know, I think that's a great matchup. Um, look at the Lions did to Jacksonville. Go get Herbert. Herbert should be your start this week, right? That's I think that's a great play. And then um, after Herbert, I go like Andy Dalton playing against uh, Washington. You know, I think that could be a play too. So those are two pretty solid ones, I believe, this week. Then um, yeah, those are my main two. I would say definitely Herbert though. Can't believe the guy's only owned in forty five percent of leagues. Just yeah, I mean, uh, he's been. <laughs> I think everyone's kind of waiting for him to come back down to earth, but the guy is, I mean, averaging 26 points per game in, in standard scoring. I mean, he is really, really outperforming anyone's expectations. I, I can't get over it. The last two games have been, I mean, spectacular. Like yeah. he, he does not look like a rookie. Uh, I, I don't know. I couldn't say enough about this guy. He is, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how he's doing it. 
to be quite right. honest. And then um, defensively. So defense is here. Kansas City. Kansas City's only owned in 37% of leagues, and they're playing against Denver. And look at uh, how Drew Locke looked against Patriots. He did not look good. So I think Chiefs are a good play. I, that's about the ones I'm going to go. Charger, Chargers against Jacksonville. I think that's a solid, solid option as well. I'd go with that one. Other than that, though, I'm not really loving it. Like, I'm not going to, even though the Cowboys are playing Washington, I can't play the Cowboys ever from defensive defensive standpoint. So that's about all I got, Jeff. It's a fun week of waivers, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just I mean, at this point, I'm just, and, and, uh, you know, Buffalo is not a, not a streamer because you know they're probably yeah. only, what 70 percent. but at, at this point i'm looking out a couple of weeks right and i'm finding out who the heck is playing the jets and i'm going to start that defense every single time if i can oh I, that's why the chiefs are a great pickup because they get to play denver and then the jets the next yeah. two weeks yeah so go get, actually, go get them yeah without a doubt and that, you know who the bad offenses are now Start planning weeks in advance because it's, it's much easier to do that than play the game of the, you know, the pickup that the week of. I mean, right. we'll help you do it, yep. but uh, it definitely is a great one. So I think Chiefs, not only for this week, but the Get week you two weeks. That too. Yeah, which is great. Yep. But all right. That's all I got for waivers week seven. Probably our weakest, uh, <laughs> weakest waiver wire of the year. But hey, you never know. You never know one of these guys get. But those those wide receivers, though, there's still some really good wide receivers on the board here. Go pick those guys up, put them at the end of your bench. And they can hopefully keep, you know, maybe Travis Fulgham is really a thing and T. Higgins can keep playing well and you, you know, you got yourself another good receiver. So, all right, that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>